welcome to another week of Makeup Masking Murder. Today I have the most special guest, my good friend and my hairstylist, Tatum Wetzel. Hello. Hello, hello. I'm so happy to have you here. Well, I'm excited. <laughs> excited and nervous. You shouldn't excited. be nervous. Like, let's just think of it like it's one of our hair appointments. We're just That's kind of what I was thinking. I'm like, whatever. We never stop talking when I know, we do your hair. I know. Um, also, my white hair that I'm obsessed with and everyone's obsessed with is because of Tatum. She's so good. Like, go to Tatum, guys. <laughs> I'm like, don't go to me. Go to Tatum. <laughs> don't. <laughs> no, but. both of us. Yeah. No, but if you want a good platinum, Tatum's where to go. So. So, yeah, I just want to start out asking you, like, some questions about your job. So, how long Shoot. how long have you been doing hair? Um, I've been doing hair, I think I'm going on, I'm on 12 years. Okay. Yeah. And you went to school in Utah, right? Yeah, I went but to school not... at Bon Lose oh, in Provo. Bougie. bougie. <laughs> Sounds bougie. It was in a barn. Oh, shut up. Was it I really? actually was cool, though. It was yeah, in a barn, Yeah, it was, though. like, an old... An old barn, but it's like by Pizza Factory. Oh my gosh, I looked at that school. Yeah, but maybe right they had redone they it. They went on. I don't know if they sold it. Went out of business. Yeah. I don't know. After I left, I think a year later, it was a different hair school. Okay, yeah, because I was like, I don't think I know that name, but yeah. I like know the location. Yeah. Um, but you're not from here originally. Nope, Wisconsin. What brought you out? Which, which we'll talk about. But what brought you out here? Um, I had two really good friends growing up, and they came out. Well, one went to Idaho, one came to Utah mm-hmm. um, to go to school. Got it. They so, moved out and kept asking me to move out. I was like, um, no, I'm not moving to Utah. Like, <laughs> no way. And then finally, I came out to visit. We hung out for a week, and I was like, okay, I guess this fine. place, I guess I'll come out. <laughs> Twelve years later. Twelve years later. <laughs> here we are. Tatum just had a baby. Sure cutest did. husband, cutest family. You guys Stop. have two pugs. Two oh, pugs. Wild cutest. and crazy. Yep. Shedding she's Raja is like molting right now. Oh jeez. Just fur just exploding out of her. Oh. I should brush her. <laughs> I should I brush need her. To. I brush oh. hair all day long. <laughs> yeah. No, but it makes it hard to brush your own, as you no. would know from me. And no, I need box. it's hard when it's, it's cold outside. Oh, That's the thing. Yeah. Because okay. then it gets all over the house. I have a confession. Don't be mad at me. Why? I swear since we bleached it again and winter and I'm not, and my hair is getting longer. You're getting dreadlocks. The dreads are happening even worse now. What is Wait, wrong with me? Wait, did you try me? putting like conditioner in it? Just like leaving it in? Oh, I'm scared. It's going to be like grease city. Your hair is so thick. No one will see grease <laughs> underneath. I'll try You wouldn't it. even notice. Literally, I go to my hair appointments and Tatum's like, Block out six hours. Yeah. Abby's hair is so thick. Yeah, the first hours to brush. <laughs> yeah, no. It's so bad. So what what do you specialize in the salon? Oh. I have a hard time sometimes with that question because I like mm. to do so many things. Yeah. Um, but I would say I specialize more in blondes. Yep. Um, and I do do extensions. And then I feel like I've done bridal hair and kind of styling for the last maybe six years, mm-hmm. um, more just to like switch it up and feel a little bit more creative sometimes when get I'm feeling a little, yeah, get out of the salon, get into new environments. Like it is a totally different environment to go do styling on location oh, or yeah. a bridal party versus like in the salon. So it just kind of switches it up. But yeah, I probably would say color, doing blondes is probably yeah. if I had to name one specialty. Mm-hmm. What kind that. of extensions do you do? 
know um, this. I know all of these, but I'm just. I, I do the natural beaded rose. Yep. Same. And, same, um, sis. That's about it. Cool. Just, you, you do a few, like, tape and frontal type thing, though, right? Or we're not going like, to advertise it. Yeah, you don't I like don't it. advertise. I hate doing tape yeah. hair. Like, it's just the stickiest so messy. mess. So, typically, I'll tell people no. But mm-hmm. if they just have, like, five in the front, I'll do those. But a full mm-hmm. head. No way. No. I'd rather yeah, do I something agree. else. I agree. And so, actually, me and Tatum used to work at the same salon next yeah, door to we each were other. Neighbors. Yep. And we and worked next to Kelly, Browhive. Yeah. And then Sam, who works in Browhive, was just here. Oh, she was? So we're just all, and well, I told you about Kelly telling me about the flasher that me and you had no clue about. I had no at that idea image about studio. that. I'm like, do I say the name of the salon? Yeah. Oops. Oops. At our salon. <laughs> Edit it out. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I don't care. Is that no, bad? I don't care. I guess know. you're the one who still works there. I think you're fine because it is what it is. It's it a is. public. We could look it up on the internet. Place, and yeah, find and it. a flasher walked in. <laughs> They just walked in off the street, apparently. Um, so if money wasn't an object, mm. what would you do? Like career or life yeah. or what? No, career. Because it's like hair, but then I know you have something. I don't know if you want to talk about them, though, but Tatum has some exciting projects coming up. Well, but also okay if you're holding off. Yeah, I mean, I do have some fun projects I want to do. But if money was no object, dream life. I'd honestly just buy a ton of land Mm -hmm. and live on, like, a little farm sanctuary and just, Dog dude ranch. Yeah. I've always thought it would be fun to do, like, photography for, like, animals and stuff and, like, travel the world. I don't know. I would probably just do – I would probably just be surrounded by animals all day long. Cute. I love it. Okay. Well, what about in the hair industry? In the hair industry? Like, would you still work in the salon or would you do more like shoots or brides or? Yeah, I have no idea. Like, I love. Because you like the variety. I would, yeah, I love the variety. I love my clients. Like, I love, like, they're friends and it would be hard to let that go. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I would, like, secretly hold on to a few of them. Yeah. Just like me. Just to force them to hang out with me. <laughs> you got like me for life. Doing people's hair, like, forces them to hang out with me. Oh. Like, Literally. No, now you have to. Yeah. And you're stuck with me for like four hours. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> it's the best. What? So what color lines and stuff do you usually use? Use a variety. Um, I use Afinage for... Just kidding. I don't use Afinage anymore. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Our brains when we're together. What am I using? Alpha Parf. <laughs> okay. I used to use Afinage. Okay. I'm using Alpha Parf for permanent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for dummies, I use the Schwarzkopf Vibrance and, and then it's hard. It's hard to let go of Redken Shades EQ. Why would you though? I mean, they can be. I mean, they're just, once you use like, I feel like Schwarzkopf makes, you can just like instantly brush through the hair. It feels softer. Yeah. But it's hard to let go of like Redken because some of their shades are just too good. No, it's so true. Yeah. Like the GIs yeah. and the NBs. Yes, and the new NA. Yeah. Oh, wait, what is that? It's a natural ash, but it's just like the perfect – it literally would be like my natural – like it just looks like a natural okay. ashy blonde. So do you do that or for like dark. a lot of smudges or what? Yeah. Love. Even on like smudging extensions, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. 
Okay, I'm going to keep that so, in mind. Yeah, I have a hard time letting that one go. And I even use Goldwell for toning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 10P on yeah, me. Yeah, 10P. Good times. Yeah. Um, What is your favorite styling line? I think I know, but... I probably have to go with IGK because mm-hmm. we use a lot of that in the salon, so I feel like I know it the best. I love it. You've got me hooked on it. Yeah, they just have so many good products, so many just, like, go-to products and easy mm-hmm smells good it looks good it's fun to use the branding is so cute yeah branding's really cute um and they just I feel like their products are made for kind of the type of hair I like to do which is just like beachy beachy lived in just Mm -hmm. like easy breezy just easy hair I feel like I'm I like low maintenance I like stuff that's easy I don't like to put too much time into getting ready and styling and I know that we're going to do product spotlight in a second, but what's like your favorite IGK? And you don't have to go into depth about it, but just like name. Favorite IGK is the new 1-800-HOLD-ME hairspray. Oh, oh the pearly mm-hmm. one? Yeah, I love it. I do. It's I love so it. Good. I just bought a different hairspray and I very much regretted it. Have you seen it's that like, one? It's on Centric that's like... <laughs> what is that? Is that your phone? No, is it yours? <laughs> I'm calling you. I just butt dialed you. Shut up. That scared me, Tatum. We it's have been, Brad it's keep been that recording in. for three minutes and thirty seconds. <laughs> I had it under my leg. Um, that was kind of creepy. I kind of always thought it was like um, impossible to like butt dial people now with but apparently not no no i haven't done that in forever <laughs> okay, okay well lock. let's go let's go into our product spotlights now okay that's a hard do you one. want me to go first yeah you go okay so this is different than anything i've done but i actually wanted to talk today about the salt menstrual cup have I'm you excited. so this is for the ladies um have you used menstrual cups ever no never but i actually just saw an advertisement for one so yeah i was, I was thinking well so <laughs> I just, I don't know, like, 12-hour set days, you know, on t- like, yeah, I don't always get to, to go bathroom. run to the bathroom, so this has kind of been a game-changer and also saves so much money. Yeah. Pretty easy to use. Like, I feel like people talked about it, and I was like, eh, this is a hoax. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But no, and you just, like, boil water to sterilize it, like, yeah. You're just like, don't worry, honey, just sterilizing my cup. <laughs> Sick in the kitchen. You're just like stirring the pot. Are you cooking dinner? Gross. This is the grossest visual. Um, Sorry. Yikes. Trying to be normal and relaxed. This is what you get. This is just what you get when you're with us. Um, no, but it's really nice. And like, especially people who have like long work days and you just don't want to worry about it. Yeah, there's definitely been days, even in the salon, where you're just, if you're double booked and you're I'm like, back to when back, am I even going like, to. Yeah. I mean, I've literally TMI, but had to text Mike and be yeah. like, I need you to bring, bring me tampons right now yeah. to the salon. Yeah. And so no. I, he walked in just like box, just here you go, honey, oh, in no. front of everybody. And I was like, I You're mean, like, it's a salon full I mean, of girls. They shouldn't be like. Well, and it's like, we should normalize this. But I this. just That's thought it I... was funny. I'm like, here's my husband just like 
Here you go. Flashing him through the parking lot. Walking through the halls, (laughs) waving his arms. Tatum's on her period, in case anyone wants to know. No, yeah, and it just needs to be more normal anyways. It's dumb. Like, part of me was, like, going back and forth, like, should And then I'm like, why wouldn't I talk about this? This is the most normal thing. No, exactly. And I feel like that's... But it's, like, 30 bucks. I mean, think how much you spend on a, a box. A box is sometimes I feel like, like the prices bucks, keep getting 30, more expensive, yeah. especially now that I'm going for like the organic or like mm-hmm. fragrance free and stuff. Like, of course, like it's hard because it's like, of course, I'm going to spend more. Like, I'll I'll spend the extra dollar to not put that stuff in my right. body. But sometimes I'm like, God, this is getting expensive. Yeah. So I feel like this for you because it has. I'm gonna like, try it. Okay. I just bought this one at Target. I think it's like 30 bucks. And at first you're like, really, for this? But then it's like, they say you can use it for up to 10 years. Really? Which I don't know how accurate that is. Do not quote me on that. I'll say a year I wanna or two. I want to know but... what it looks like in 10 years. Ew. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> just like, you know what I mean? Like, how worn is it? <laughs> okay, so we're going to move on now. What is your product spotlight? Abby, product spotlight's so hard for me. I know. I texted you today. I'm like, don't. Oh, you brought a full bag. I brought options because I wasn't sure. I was well, like, oh, I'm a hairstylist. Should I do hair or should I do, do favorite skin? Want. Do whatever you want, honestly. Okay. Because I, I feel like we kind of said IGK. So do something else. Okay. So, okay, I'm going to do this because I feel like maybe this is new. What is it? People probably don't know about that one as much. So this is my favorite, favorite face mask. It looks really pretty. It's called May Lindstrom. I think I'm pronouncing that right. No, that's not It's right. a little spendy. How much? So it's $100 okay. for that. But it's a mask. This but is a big a mask, bottle, And though. it's a powder, so you have to mix oh. it with water. So it lasts for a really long time. I'd yeah. probably say if you're really consistent at using it like once a week, you're probably going to have that thing for at least a year. Oh. I think I've had it for two years. Because I'm not always using it every week. I love to try new skincare and try new yeah. things. But this is always, I always go back to it. And when I was trying to think of product spotlight, I mean, last night I was sitting on my bathroom counter. I'm like, Mike, I have to think of a product spotlight. I never really buy the same thing twice. What I do know. I do? And I he's know, like, I know I never see you have the <laughs> same thing in here. I was like, that's weird that you're noticing that. But, like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But I was trying to think, like, okay, well, what's something I have bought in twice or I know I'm going to buy again because mm-hmm. that's, like, a staple then, yeah. I feel like. So this is definitely one that I think I will always have. Okay. Um, Where do you it buy has, it? I just buy it online. I think I bought it just through their website. Goop sells it. And I think the Derm store sells it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just gives you, like, glowy skin afterwards mm-hmm. sometimes you can feel a little dry especially through winter because yeah. it is like a charcoal i think it's bamboo charcoal is in here okay um but there's also cacao's cacao 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 <laughs> so it smells good mm-hmm. um and it has antioxidants in it but so sometimes you can feel a little dry after it but i feel like it just gets all the like sloughing the dead skin cells off mm-hmm. Just makes you glowing. and Well, then, and charcoal pulls out toxins. Yeah, it pulls out. So it helps with breakouts. And it's supposed to help with, like, pigmentation and even mm-hmm. inflammation. So if you have, like, even zits you've been, like, picking or <laughs> anything, like, this is supposed to help heal it, too. Amazing. I know. So this is this So is you one. just put a little bit of Never. water, mix it up, yeah, or how do you, you do it? And you literally use, I mean, I don't measure it, but I'd say probably what I put in a bowl is maybe half a teaspoon. Mm-hmm. And then just a tiny bit of water because once you start mixing it, you don't realize, like, you really don't need that much water. Yeah. Like a few, like, And then like, you just put on with, like, a brush. And it gets, like, moussey. 
Oh, interesting. And then, yeah, you put it on with a brush, and then um, it probably sits on for, like, 30 minutes, and your face gets all tight. Mm -hmm. And then even when you're washing it off, it almost is, like, exfoliating. It's Mm -hmm. a little gritty as you're, like, washing it off. I'll just put it there. Um, But, yeah, and then you're just glowy. And your pores are tight. Well, your skin looks glowy right now. Well, because I used it this morning. Perfect. Just so you you know what it looks like. And I'm not wearing makeup. So you can just really Well, her skin looks looks great, everyone. So amazing. And as always, we will link to the products. Um, Also, will you tell everyone where to find you and your work? Are you even accepting new clients? Depends on the day. (laughs) I feel that. (laughs) Or the hour. So hard. (laughs) Yeah. Um, typically, I'd probably say no, but it's like always this weird balance right now with having a baby of how much do I want to be in this one, how much mm-hmm. I don't. So it really does kind of depend yeah. on the day. Yeah. So, so it never hurts her. to like check in. Um, you can just find me on Instagram at Tatum Ray R A E Wetzel W E T Z E L, um, and then you can send me a DM or email me through that. My email is just TatumWetzel at gmail.com. And of, as always, I'll link. I'll post a cute picture of Tatum and send you guys her way. But Only my good side. <laughs> we're just making poses that you guys can't see because this strike, is not video. Um, okay, so you're not super into true crime, right? You're not as into paranormal. You're like good vibes. And I'm like, let me tell you. We sit down to let do hair. Murdered and I'm someone like, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're like, no, yikes. I definitely like. I'm always intrigued by it, yeah. but I don't get sucked into it being at home sometimes because then I feel like I like put myself on this funk and mm-hmm. like get a little sad, yeah. but I get intrigued and I definitely will get into like some paranormal stuff. Like yeah. I can listen to that stuff a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but this is why we chose the subject we chose. That's true. Well, and it's near and dear. Yep. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go. Yeah. Okay. So... Off. I mean, basically, we're doing, is it cryptoids? We're doing monsters, guys. Is that what it's called, is a cryptoid? I think so. I think that's, like, what Bigfoot and what is yours called? Well, no, don't tell yet. Never mind. Okay. Not the reveal. (laughs) Yes, we'll do the reveal when we get there. So, let's see. Let me pull up the right document. So, I'm going to tell you the story, and I hope you haven't heard it, (gasps) of Mothman. Oh. Have you heard of it? No. Okay. Real? Yeah. Paranormal. Let's go for it. I'll probably believe it. I believed in mermaids for a second. I mean, what do you mean? They're real. Discovery Channel. They're real. Until at the very end of their credits, they say this was all fake. I hate this is a fake documentary, and I literally went into work the next day and was like, you guys, did you know that mermaids are real? (laughs) Dead serious. I was convinced. (laughs) Wait. We need to, I need to bring you back on and we need to talk about that. Talk about that could be a full Yeah, we should actually um, watch the whole episode and then we'll come <laughs> okay. in and then do that. So, okay. Mothman. Yep, so I'm Mothman. Ready. The first recorded Mothman sighting took place on November 12th, 1966 near Clendenin, West Virginia. Mm. Five <laughs> grave diggers were in a cemetery in the middle of the night. Casual. In 1966? Yeah. Was it illegal yet? I know no, minute, they weren't grave they're robbers. Like, they were like, gra- oh, they're like, pre- just, well, I mean, we hope they worked for them, right? I mean, I feel like they're really a difference. <laughs> no. Why are you digging it up? Well, no, I think they're like prepping it for the next okay. day. <laughs> so okay, okay, okay. preparing a grave preparing. for burial. 
when they saw something they couldn't explain. Lifting off, I love that phrase, it just gives you a nice visual. From the nearby trees was a man-sized black bird with glowing red eyes. The man held to the fact that what lifted off beyond the trees was no bird, it was a humanoid. I don't know what, I don't really know what the word humanoid means, if I'm being honest. So, anyways, just three days after this, like, the grave digger, the the grave digger, grave diggers report, um, in nearby Point Pleasant, West Virginia, two couples were out for a drive in their black 50 shit. 57 Chevy Bel Air living their best life around midnight when they came across this gray winged creature that stood about six or seven feet tall with a 10 foot wingspan standing in front of the car. It just stood there and just they had to stop. Wasn't moving. Like right in front of the car. Mm hmm. Um, it had wings, but also like had two legs. Like it looked like a human with wings, basically. Um, but when the lights, like, shone on him, like, maybe he was off to the side and they kind of yeah. curved, saw him, yeah. right? His eyes glow, glowed red. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. Um, and it seemed like he wanted to avoid the bright lights. So I'm like, is this part vampire? I was going to say, moths like the lights. Oh, yeah. They go into those, like, electric cutie yeah. things. Okay, weird. So, yeah, I feel like that just changed the tone. I didn't even think of that. So but anyways. maybe because he's humanoid, he didn't. Well, he he's doesn't. part humanoid. He's not full moth. <laughs> Just a full <laughs> moth. Um, so according to these witnesses, though, the creature was able to fly at incredible speeds, perhaps as much as 100 miles per hour. Um, although they all agreed it made for a clumsy runner while he was on the ground. <laughs> he just, like, couldn't run right. I think those big wings kind of, like, threw maybe him off. Maybe he's fresh born, too. He's getting oh, used to bro. his new legs. <laughs> um... So they knew this because he chased their car, like, for miles, um, and then was, like, flying over it, like, hitting the top of the car. What if he was asking for help? And then he, like, <laughs> you're such you a lover. And then he, Please, like, get these wings off of me. Into, the, into a nearby field. So they all knew this, like, sounded absurd, so they didn't want to tell anyone, but, you know, they were just like, we don't know what to do about this. Like, yeah. Um, one of the guys, he insisted, he was like, this couldn't have been our imagination. Like, if I was there by myself, I probably would have been like, oh, whatever, you know, figure yeah. it, you know, it was just something else. But there were four of them who saw it. So the Truth next day, numbers. yeah, the next day a press conference was held and the local press began printing on the story, causing others to come forward with previous sightings. This was the event that started it all. In the November 16th issue of the Point Pleasant Register, the strange encounter would be brought to the public eye with the headline, Couple Sees Man-Sized Bird, dot, 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 Creature, dot, 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 Something. Mysterious. Yeah, I feel like that would really shake up a town. So two year, or two days later in Cheshire, Ohio, a teenage boy is driving down Route 7, acting like we know where that is, but... I mean, Just picture it. Yeah. Um, and saw a gray man-shaped moth. Wait, gray, <laughs> gray man, 10 feet tall creature with eyes that glue red. As, it, as he sped away, it followed his car as well. Two weeks later in Ohio, um, 
at an airport, five pilots reported seeing this large bird flying at 70 miles per hour. At first, they thought it was some sort of weird plane, and then they all noticed it was that kind of brown, gray color, and it just, and it had legs and wasn't a plane. (laughs) Wasn't Superman either. Yep. Right after, four women are driving up Route 30, and they see what they report to be a brownish-silver man-shaped creature with glowing red eyes. So it's just, like, consistent. Yeah. Um, this was one that was, like, very publicized. In Salem, West Virginia, a resident, Newell Partridge, he told of strange patterns that appeared on his television screen one night. So it's, like, this electrical situation. Followed by a mysterious sound outside of his home. He goes and shines a flashlight towards the direction of the noise. And supposedly, he witnessed two red eyes resembling bicycle reflectors looking back at him. And this is like became become one of the most popular of the Mothman myths just because it resulted in the disappearance of his German Stop shepherd. Stop it. Oh, can't. So uh, that was like just another sign. It wasn't just seeing something. It's like something came of this. And then also yeah. the electrical fidgeting. Like it was just there was more to it. Right. Yeah. It was estimated there were about 100 sightings in this period. And then this doctor, this professor of wildlife biology, and I just have visuals for you that I'm going to pull up. He, Dr. Robert L. Smith, he comes in and he's like, no, this is not right. He dismisses dismisses everything that there was like a flying monster staking out the town. And instead of, instead, he started attributing the sightings to a large sandhill crane, which have you seen what those look like? I have a picture for you. So apparently... They're super big, right? They can be 10 feet. Well, I don't think 10 feet, but they're like, this one must be like a mutant, right? Um, Just got the tall jeans of the family. Actually, now I'm looking at the pictures of them. They're like two feet. (laughs) (laughs) But they do, the reason he said it is because, um, like, I don't know. He's just trying to make sense of it, right? But he's like, it went off the migration pattern because they never got them in this town. So, like, they were like, it just looks really foreign to everyone. And they have this, like, red flesh around their eyes. So, this is what they look like. Oh, wait, but they're actually kind of cute. Yeah, they've got those stick legs. But, I mean, I feel like if that was standing in front of my car... I would see it wouldn't a bird. be taller than your car. Well, and look, you can like very much it tell. It's not the like the eyes are red. Beak. You wouldn't be like, oh, that's a humanoid. No. With a beak. No, like it's a bird for yeah. sure. Um, and also, sandhill cranes are white, so that doesn't add up because everyone said you know they're yeah. brown, they're black, they're gray. Like it wasn't. And I mean, white. do they fly as high as airplanes? Oh yeah. I don't I doubt it. I don't nope feel like that's no truth so all of the witnesses are like pissed they're like in what world is this what happened like yeah. they're so mad they've got dismissed but i think like the sheriff you know the deputies like oh yeah like we don't want to deal with this like great that's the solution yeah but newell partridge the guy who lost his sweet german shepherd oh, he's good. like he's like you're not listening like good. so I mad mean, yeah so he reaches out with this um writer she's a journalist her name's mary hire and she's a correspondent for the athens ohio messenger newspaper and she begins writing a column about all of these strange sightings that she's actually seeing like being telegraphed in yeah um 
People call her every time there's, like, a UFO, weird lights in the sky, Mothman, you know. Yeah, anything. But there was one weekend that she got over 500 calls about lights in the sky. So she, yeah, she probably was, like, getting sick of these calls, honestly. Oh, yeah. She's just, like, <laughs> They're like calling her house phone on the weekend. These. Yeah. Between 1966-1967, activity was at a high. Apparently, though, in the 1900s, this area was known for the reports of thunderbirds do you know what those are because i'd never heard of them besides the car i have no idea right i was i and when i google it it's like the car so apparently like and this has been a thing in not only like just this small town but there's also like native american legends Mm. and it's kind of like there are these birds that are ancient but like a few have stuck around and they come take children <laughs> for what sacrifice or just for fun they're just really big let's they just see want... i've got to find this picture like they're just stealing children off the ground but that's what they look like no that's not real what is, is that it? real i don't know like hopefully but it could be a hoax but look at it the giant thunderbird just return. just explain this well, what you're I mean, it just looks, it looks like a crow yeah. that is like. A hundred feet. Yeah. Like the wingspan is like a hundred feet wingspan. And then <laughs> it's that probably. Beak. The beak is as tall as you. I mean, the you. person is standing next to it. So it's probably like 12 feet tall. Yeah. 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 That's so, massive. And everyone's just like, no, like they, they just keep trying to like, I don't know why that theory sounded any better. Yeah. Than Mothman. Um, I read this somewhere. I'm not totally sure how accurate it was, but Mothman witnesses were also said to be harassed by men in black who warned them not to speak about the creature. Wait, in the movie? No, just like, <laughs> like, like kind of. I don't know. I've never seen that movie, but like government guys and suits oh, and sunglasses driving I into see. town and showing up and, you know, don't so speak about So it wasn't Will Smith showed up. No, no. Will Smith wasn't there. Oh, dang it. So... The strange sightings all seem to culminate, though, into the collapse of the Silver Bridge on December 15th, 1967. So I'm not going to get into the whole story of that, but basically, like, there was this bridge that, you know, the ones that aren't, like, built from underneath, they're hung from on top? So one of those. So it kind of would shake anyways. Mm -hmm. And one day, like, literally this Christmas season, it just collapsed and, like, all these cars fell in. I think 46 people died. Like, it was very That's tragic. But the thing is, no one ever saw Ma- Mothman again. So then they're so like... So he, like, accumulated them all onto a bridge. No, they think he's, like, trying to warn people. Like <laughs> like you said, he's, like, nice. He's just he's trying to talk. Help me, you guys. He's like, guys. So many similar cryptids and creatures have been seen worldwide um but the thing is that's like the common factor is mothman's kind of always seen before like these big disasters wait so he's kind of like this omen yeah yeah oh well i hope i never see him i know so some of the places he's been claimed to have seen is um he visited a mine in Freiburg, Germany, where a mothman-like creature scared miners away shortly before a collapse. Another notable 
notable visit was to the nuclear plant at Chernobyl, where Creature haunted the facilities for a while before the famous nuclear meltdown. There were also Mothman pictures taken in New York on 9-11. What? And multiple sightings before the Minnesota Bridge collapsed. Wait, so are there, like, pictures of him? Yeah. Hold on. 9-11 Mothman. And again, take this with what it is, right? I mean, I guess at least if I saw him, I'll just give him a little thank you. Thank a you. A little nod. Ew. Ew. There's one. Oh, weird. It really just looks like a bird with legs sticking out. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. Like, I wouldn't want to see him. So this is what they say. That looks huge. He kind of looks like a dragon. <gasps> he does. I mean, from far. From afar. In that photo. Yeah. So that was the day of 9-11. This is the bridge that collapsed. That's a big freaking bridge. Yeah. So, I mean, he could just be this guy, this I mean, I creature who wants to, to be warn afraid people. of him. Yeah. No. No, although I mean, it is daunting. I don't want to see him because, I mean, something bad's about to happen, but... Well, and another thing that was, like, recorded is, like, he can't talk. Like, people would hear him, like, make this awful screeching noise. So maybe he's trying to communicate and just can't. Yeah. He's, like, trying to get their attention. Yep. It I seems guess. like he he doesn't have the social skills, though. Like, he's diving at cars. <laughs> he's just, like, spearheading yeah. at them. <laughs> like, just literally scaring the hell out of people but i mean he, he doesn't know be... how to be subtle that's for sure that's <laughs> okay does, yeah he's just very he's living in his own world i mean where is he supposed to learn those skills yeah who's gonna teach are there him other everyone just moth runs men? no so moth that's the thing school? they think there's only just the one like big well what what's your opinion it first on started in 1966 mm -hmm. yeah he could still be going running around <laughs> I think I think those creatures live forever. Forever? Yeah. This is the one have thing you, that I have. Do you ever have seen a, a dead with. Bigfoot? No, but that's that's my only like I like totally want to believe in and I will. I'll start to believe it, but then that's the one thing that pulls me back is like Yeah, but they like can't live forever. Everything has a lifespan. Maybe theirs is just like a thousand, two thousand. They just 10, like never years. get disease or like yeah, They're literally true. living in the woods. What if they cut their leg open? Oh my gosh. They get an infection. Poison berries get in there or something. <laughs> That's what I mean. Things happen in the woods and the wild. That's why I'm just like, they can't live I mean, forever. How did he not get hit by a car is but, the reality of this all. Yeah. That's true. Well, he can he can't run fast, but he can fly. So maybe he could just like take off straight yeah, up. Yeah, his lift off as yeah, they call his it. Lift off was better mm -hmm. than his running. His clumsy running. <laughs> yeah, those legs weren't made for running. So here's the best part of this whole story. Mothman can still be seen in Point Pleasant, West Virginia today in form of a historical museum. Open seven days a week. It has a 12-foot chrome polished statue with massive steel wings and his ruby red eyes. And they have a festival every year. Wait, where is this? West Virginia? Yeah. Do you want to go? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go to the Mothman Festival. They I've always have... wanted to go to Virginia. Okay, let's do it a plan so this is literally what the website said so i'll drop them a plug if you're passing through west virginia this september consider swinging by the festivities to remember one of america's strangest and most intriguing local legends we have to go during yeah. the festival oh. if we go oh why would we go any other time i want to go no to a point. mothman eating pancake eating contest people are in co what costumes yeah. too oh so many costumes 
costume contest, pancake eating contest. They've got games. They better be painting faces. Oh, maybe I want we, my face painted. Honestly, maybe we could get a job there. Oh, I'm not good at that part. <laughs> you are. Uh, I'm I like could Jill. do Mothman hair. We tell Jill <laughs> we're going yeah. on a girls trip, and we're like, just kidding. We're going to this, and you have to paint yeah. Mothman <laughs> faces. Mothman faces <sighs> with lots of glitter. Yes, just to make it. Bedazzled. I think I'm going to be Mothman for Halloween next year. Cute black skirts, black wings, red sunglasses. Just start running around really clumsily all, <laughs> all Halloween day. Perfect. I mean, that would people be are hard. like, "Who are you?" And you just start doing your run. You're like, "You get it? You get it?" They're like, "I don't know what you're doing." Come on. Okay, so that's my beast. Tell us about your oh, beast. Okay. And I'm so excited about this because when you told me about this, you well, I didn't even let you tell me the story because I was like, save it for the podcast. But you acted like I should know about this and. I haven't ever heard well, a word. I always get surprised when people do, like, I guess I get surprised that so many people do know about it. Mm-hmm. So then, I guess, with the podcast, I just thought, Abby probably knows about this Beast yeah. of Bray Road. And, um, oh, I just blew it. So, Beast <laughs> of Bray Road, that's the big surprise. <laughs> so, tell us. So, um, okay, well, first, a little background I grew up in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, which is where the beast was sighted. Um, I grew up my whole life there. My mom lived there her whole life. Does she still live there? Still lives there. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandparents grew up there. Um, just a long line of mm-hmm. family. It's a, it's a pretty small town. I think, I mean, when I moved in 2006, I want to say there was maybe like 10,000 population. Okay. So, small. Yeah. Small enough. Yeah. Um... So, Beast of Ray Road started, like, they say the earliest sightings were, like, 1930s, but it really all started between 1980 and about 1990s, and then I guess there have been recent speculated sightings. Uh So, dun, dun, dun. Um, So, in 1980 to 1990, there was multiple sightings of... People seeing this werewolf-like creature Mm. on the side of the road. Um, One lady said that it was on the side of the road on its legs, like standing up like a human but bending down. And then, yeah, like kind of hunched and bent down. And then it was eating roadkill. And she's like described it, yeah, like holding it. it. She said it like almost looked like a human was doing it, but it looked like. Like a wolf. Yeah. So that's where it all kind of all started is this Beast of Bray Road looking werewolf. And I mean, this oh, is yeah. There's a visual. from everyone like um, describing it. This lady, she was, um, oh God, what's that word? Just like the reporter. Okay. <laughs> Her name's Linda Godfrey. Okay. So she was the reporter of kind of starting the whole like, Asking everybody about it and um, kind of putting the story together. And so from what everyone was telling her, she started making all these sketches. So this is kind of what she said it looked like. Okay. And yeah, you can even see he's actually kneeling down right here. That's him holding roadkill. (gasps) And it looks minuscule in his hands. He's big. Yeah. So they say he's about, people were usually saying he was about seven feet tall. Okay. Um, there's just, yeah, multiple random Was he, like, sightings. bulky like that? Or do you think that's more, like, the cartoon More, aspect? I would say the cartoon. Because no one yeah. really said he was just, like, 
big. muscly, but yeah. they just said he was really tall. I mean, why do I keep saying he? It could have been a she. I guess. Could have been a she wolf. She wolf. <laughs> but, but yeah, so um, there was just, so he's called the Beast of Bray Road. One, let, let me give you a little backstory is my family, this is kind of why it's like a close story to us. Mm-hmm. So a few generations of Brays have lived on Bray Road, that's why it was named that, mm-hmm. and that's my mom's side of the family. Oh, okay. So, and then they named it Bray Road because yeah. he's mostly seen on Bray Road. There's been other yes. sightings in a few other towns, but it's mostly all around this mm-hmm. one strip of road. And then um, there is some, like, three miles north, there's, like, really dense woods, so they kind of think that might be where he's, like, hiding out, but he comes down to this road to find to more find road roadkill kill. like usually say if an animal finds consistent food source it'll always yeah. go back to that why source. doesn't he just hunt though he's lazy so that's kind of <laughs> the one thing that it, he's a scavenger he's not really like a hunter, a hunter. Yeah. yeah okay um but other people have said that when they saw him like one lady got out of the car because she she said oh, that she let's like approach hits. it well like she <sighs> was driving and felt like she ran something over and was uh-huh. like well shooken over by it stops Gets out of the car and sees this, like, beast-like creature and it starts running at her. So she gets in the car and leaves. Um, Actually, my mom's cousin, I believe, um, has seen it. No. I haven't talked to him. We've got a direct. We've got a direct line. (laughs) Um, What was their story? I honestly don't because we're not, like, super close. Yeah. My mom's closer. My mom's, like, in touch with all family. Yeah. And... We were bratty kids, so we were just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Well, and you moved out here. And yeah. Moved. But so, um, I mean, since Bray Road is all country road, it's all farms mm-hmm. and it's all like corn Is it fields. big? Like a long road? It's a fairly long road. Like a few I miles would, If I had to guess, yeah, I would say it's maybe like a two mile road. Okay. Um, but yeah, so multiple farms, multiple just acres and acres for this beast to be running through so yeah the cousin just saw it like outside he was outside and just it, like ran across the yard i think or something oh weird like i can't remember a lot of the sightings are nothing like super aggressive Tiny, yeah. besides that it's like actually there cut. was one story of a group of people like outside in the backyard having like a little bonfire a little get together and they saw something like running towards them so they all like ran into the house Oh they like gosh. couldn't see and there was like yeah another thing was a group of kids were playing in a cornfield mm-hmm. and they felt like they were being watched and all of a sudden they noticed this like animal and then it stood up oh. and started chasing after them but it didn't once they got out of the cornfield it didn't leave the cornfield okay. so they got away totally fine um there's actually like a couple a couple movies, which honestly I wouldn't recommend watching them. They're like really <laughs> cheesy, very and low like budget, extremely low budget. Like we made it well, after this, actually. No, because I remember watching it and I was like, "This is like soft." Oh, oh! Like there's a lot of nudity in it oh. for it being about like a monster. I was like, "Oh, okay." They didn't have enough content. I don't think they had enough content. So I wouldn't recommend watching any of the movies. They're honestly, like, a waste of your time. You actually find them on porn Yeah, probably. But I actually have watched this thing on the Travel Channel, 
the leg- legend hunters. He mm-hmm. goes out and like researches all this. So he just went out and um, out last year, and they did an episode on it. And so that was pretty interesting because that's where I found out that there's been somewhat recent sightings. This farmer um, was told about it, had no idea. He just kind of he's just moved to Bray Road. Okay. Within the last, I think, five years, and so. He was driving along the road and said he saw this like red glowing eyes. Mothman. Well, it could have been <laughs> Mothman. So red glowing eyes, and it was like kind of big and wolf like. But mm-hmm. then he said when he started driving past, it was in the embankment, and he could tell it was like standing oh, up. So he up. was like, this thing was like had to tall, be huge, tall. Yeah. So he went out the next day and like did. Um, like look for tracks yeah look for tracks and like made molds of the tracks (gasps) cool so it's still a little like no one can really explain the tracks because they're not they're bigger than like a wolf and Mm -hmm. bigger than a dog but not an elephant yeah smaller than an elephant smaller than you know (laughs) but that's um, wild yeah there's only one theory of what it could be which Mm -hmm. i'd never heard this theory until i watched this show um, and it did kind of make sense, but I will pile there. I've never seen a bear in Wisconsin, but apparently there are few black bears being sighted. Okay. And they, they just haven't been for a really, really, really long time. They've mm-hmm. kind that, of been very far north. That's such a different body structure, though. Well, and then, so I guess there's been sightings coming down south, because I'm from, like, very southern Wisconsin, pretty close to Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um. But so what a manged bear looks like is mm. how it could be mistaken. And a Can manged we, let's bear. Let's pull up a photo. I need a yeah, visual pull of up this. Yeah, pull up a photo. So a mange, like mange just means that they have this like skin disease, which is caused by mites and like mm-hmm. parasites that like, this is gross because I was reading like, what is that? They like do these little tunnels oh. into their skin. And so it like, yeah, yeah. Okay. So these little mites, like, go into their skin, make these tunnels, and, like, eat out, like, basically, like, the the good oils. So it kills that. So they start losing their hair, but then it can get worse, and it affects their immune system. So they actually lose a bunch of weight, and then they start becoming scavengers. They just start trying to find food the easiest way they can because they're not – I mean, they're weak. Yeah. They can't really, like, put up a fight. So – Sad. I know. Don't look. Don't keep – you'll – You'll be sad. So. I'll post these pictures on Instagram, guys. <laughs> but so I, when they said that, I was like, oh, yeah, I could kind of see that. But it's not. There's no But no. One, yeah, the only other thing is, like, they all said it has red glowing eyes. Every single person says red glowing eyes. Yeah. And I don't know. I've never – do bears have red no, glowing no, eyes at no, night? No, I didn't think so. Absolutely not. That would be horrifying. And I feel like bears no. have bigger paws. I feel like people know what a bear paw yeah. is. That's the other hole in the theory, Well, too. also, even the thin ones, they still kind of have rolls. Like, bears are just such a different yeah. structure. I wouldn't – and bears, I mean, most of the time they're on four, right? Most of the time, but they're very comfortable on their hind legs. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I know. I don't believe it, though. I believe it's the beast. of. I, it's the beast of Bray Road. It's yeah. always been the beast of Bray Road. Actually, when I was in high school, on a Halloween, we were bored teenagers, mm-hmm. so oh, we yeah. ran out into my grandma's cornfield. <gasps> Scary. Trying to find it. That's Nothing so happened. But I, I just I, had another thought, oh, though. Oh, go ahead. I don't think a bear with that condition would live that long. Exactly. You know what I mean? 
Everything has a lifespan. Everything has a lifespan except for Mothman and Beast of Prey Road and Bigfoot. But everything else. What about Sasquatch and mermaids and... Yeah. What are the other ones? You need to come back and we need to talk about mermaids because I'm very intrigued by this. Well, there's all the, the theory of the Bear Lake monster, too. I'm already scared of water. We can't talk about water ones. Locky, Loch Ness. Nessie. I'm just scared of drowning. Yeah. No, I'm scared of sharks. Well, We're really on a who, tangent here. Who isn't scared of sharks? <laughs> oh, that is wild. So yeah. so you said there were some pr- recent sightings, though. Yeah, so that new farmer that has oh, the okay. new mold, the molds of the paw oh, prints. Oh, and is, can, like, let's see. Is there a picture of the molds? Probably. Pull up. They put it side Beast of Bray Road. Recent. Maybe put recent sighting. Or, I don't know, paw print mold. Oh, my gosh. Did you find it? Well, this can't be real, but that's horrifying. Oh, yeah. I think that's actually from the movie. Okay. I'm going to make a trip to the East Coast. Is Wisconsin on the East Coast or is it more in the Midwest? Midwest. Okay. But we can road trip it. We'll road trip. We'll make a stop to Wisconsin. We'll head over to West Virginia. Yeah. We'll go down to Florida because everything's just weird there. So Everything. So if you guys want to join our road trip, let us know. We'll put a link. Everyone sign up. Yeah, we'll just get Pre-pay. a Prepay. Prepay. We can't give you the dates. We can't we're give you We're not going to give you any info, but prepay. <laughs> Yikes. We're something else. We're turning so into happy. scam artists now. I'm, I'm so kidding. happy to have you here. You're well, literally, you guys, Tatum's me. my favorite human. And stop. Thank start you. Crying. Why? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, You're like, I oh, get really stop. weird. Like, I wish that when people cried, I started crying because then it wouldn't be, I wouldn't feel so like awkward. awkward. But mm-hmm. when people start crying, I'm like, okay well thank you guys so much for being here this week and listening what a fun episode if you have any hometown monsters i want to hear about them or if you've seen the beast of bray road anywhere go to our instagram makeup masking and murder or send me an email at makeup masking murder podcast at gmail.com we want to hear your stories so thank you tatum for being here and have a good week guys bye bye This episode of Makeup, Masking, and Murder is written and brought to you by me, Abby Hill, with special thanks to our amazing production manager, Brad Newfeld. Our theme song and music is written by David Evanhoff, owner of David Evanhoff Sound Designs, vocals by the amazing Emily Starr and David Evanhoff. Thank you to everyone who's made this possible, and we will see you guys next week.